Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as a friendly tech wizard and former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Guten Tag. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in, guys. This is the 39th episode of Shell Cottage Radio in which we will discuss chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the very secret diary. Lots of secrets today. Before we do so, we will fill you in on the latest cottage catch-up quiz bill with trivia questions and expand our knowledge about magical and fantastic beasts. Mm-hmm. So, sweetie, what do you got for catch-up today? Well, since this chapter is the secret diary chapter, uh-huh. right? Um, I wanted to ask you, what is your latest entry into your secret diary? (laughs) Oh my gosh. What have you been jotting down? I did. I did keep a diary when I was little. Did you? Like when I was 13, 14. Terrible. Terrible. You mean it was terrible? What what do you mean? What was terrible about it? Hold on. Oh, just heartache and everything is so, I don't know. It's just, you don't feel good about yourself and yeah, not, not, kids are mean, boys are are mean. What, what else? I mean, yeah. I don't know if a lot of, you know, 13 year old diaries would sound like all happy and chipper, which is kind of sad to think about, but it's just a hard time in your life, I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I wonder how many people actually do keep a diary or, you know what I mean? I know. I feel like that's, it feels like it's an old fashioned kind of thing to do. Yeah. And it, but we're so happy every time a, not that, you know, everybody is significant and everybody's important, but like people who have changed the world on a greater scale. And if they kept a diary, like everyone is so excited to see what they, you know, experience and stuff. But I don't know. People say it's journaling, for example. Yeah, right, right pretty important especially when you know a diary is more like keeping like writing all your experiences and thoughts down no matter if they're good or bad and a journal is more like try to you know write down four things you're grateful for or right yeah forward to or that you want to accomplish or that they have Hmm. accomplished so I don't know. Okay. What do you think? Um, well, when I was in elementary school, I remember, I guess we did journaling, maybe. I don't even know what it was called, but yeah, it was a journal. We would, it was to practice our writing. It was mm-hmm. free writing. We just got to come in and, and just write stuff down. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. I, I told you a few times what a rascal I was, you know, fourth and fifth grade. And I remember this vividly in elementary school, though, because I had a great teacher. She was wonderful. And she had his journal and she would read through them yeah. and she would look at mine and she'd be like, these, these are fascinating stories. Okay. Like I would write these, these crazy tall tales about my cousins in Kentucky and what we did on our adventures. Oh my Half goodness. the time we were just walking through the woods and, or we were on four wheelers and we were just traveling, but, but it's like a 30 minute ride on a four wheeler. I'm on the back with my cousin who's driving it yeah. and I'm loving this. And in my mind, I'm thinking I'm on the forest moon of Endor, yeah. right about to about to help the 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 rebels uh, defeat the empire. So cool. yeah, I would I would weave that kind of stuff into <laughs> into my story. It. Yeah, I embellished um, quite a bit. Um, and I think a good embellishment here and there is fun for storytelling. <laughs> I still am a big proponent of tell the truth and all that good stuff. But I 
a, a good old-fashioned Whopper here and there. It doesn't hurt anybody. It actually <laughs> makes you laugh sometimes. So I used to journal like crazy. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. And I couldn't spell worth a darn, but I mean, I was just like <laughs> writing down these ideas of things mm-hmm. that we did and um, yeah, wildcats chasing us through the woods. It was crazy. So, I just, oh my goodness, I yeah. just remembered something. Mm-hmm. Um, I started journaling again when I was uh, traveling. Like oh, after okay. college, yeah. I went for like four months of traveling. Right. And I journaled quite a lot and it was very that was very different from you know like teenage diary Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. it was more about a mid 20 year old having thoughts about life and the world and i was Mm -hmm. i I really want to go back now and read it again oh boy yeah so do i pretty cool um and i think i did a little bit of journaling when we were traveling too really yeah wow and it's all in my apartment at home, uh, you know, in Germany. Oh wow! <laughs> so I gotta go back and might find be it. making a special trip there to grab I that know, bad boy. No. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, through, yeah. yeah, it's it's very interesting and like looking back on your own, like you know, your own thoughts and what you felt at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, I remember when we were going back to like our old like Facebook six, oh. seven, ten. 12 years ago when Facebook started and I was like I didn't write this oh I went I back was here th- as an exchange student yeah. and my friends made me start a Facebook account and they ran such super random posts yeah you know when everybody just almost like Twitter tweeted out how they felt today and like yes I don't know yeah it, that's what it was it was your your update your uh <laughs> Yeah, and, and you let everybody know what was going on, and for you it was this. I have no memory of it. It was a little heartbreak. You were you were like you were heartbroken about something, and I'm like, oh man. It's just yeah. you were probably listening to Taylor Swift, just crying your eyes out about something, <laughs> and I and oh my gosh. But no, it was funny. We went back and looked at all of your Facebook posts, and um, I went back to some of my older ones too. And now I'm I'm older than you, so. I did a little bit of that, but not much. Now people are going to be diving down my old Facebook and like scrolling back, but. Uh, yeah, you can just see different life events and different little posts that you were tagged in, places that you went to. So I guess it's sort of like an online mm-hmm. virtual way of, of journaling a bit. You know what I enjoy doing? And the only reason I really keep my Instagram around is because, uh, well, one, because of you and I. And then number two, I enjoy vlogging, which is a mm-hmm. form of like journaling and, mm-hmm. and documenting where things have been. You know, shout out to to my good buddy, Matt, actually. Mm-hmm. We were talking about him this morning. And I remember we used to do vlogs. Mm-hmm. We used to do vlogs on Super Gains Bros. Yeah. And it was so much fun to actually just go back. Maybe five people watched them, right? Maybe five people watched hey, these no, things. no, I thought it was more. You said... It was a decent amount. pretty good. It was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, he, he did a great job on it. And I would just pop in there and we'd just be in the car vlogging and stuff. Yeah. But to look back on that and remember, <laughs> I can now vividly remember like what would have been just a normal trip to the gym but we yeah. made it something more because we put out a camera and we started talking I and know, chatting yeah. about stuff yeah so that's sort of what what's what's fun that's one of the reasons why we uh enjoy podcasting so much too is it's like we're we, we enjoy cottage yeah. ketchup because we go back and listen what yeah. were we doing oh we were eating donuts that day huh oh, oh my yeah gosh. oh my gosh too many cream filled donuts too right many but to transition us here a little bit, so we'll be talking about the secret diary today. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to submit your your uh, cringeworthy secret diary entry, please feel free to do so. And we will <gasps> read it on the show. <laughs> that would be 
wild. Um, it would be funny. That would be really fun. You know, you just make one up one. too. It doesn't yeah. have to actually be. <laughs> anyway, um, no. So we we had some Scottish oatmeal today. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, in, in in honor and the spirit of of being back in Scotland. I know. With I just Harry Potter. I just found this on the shelf of uh, one of those thyme thymes stores. Something, it's like a you yeah. know health store. A, it's organic a good, it's a good time or it's a good time i don't know yeah, which one it is we don't know. <laughs> but they have i don't know they're just different dif- different types of, of brands and food and yeah it was labeled as scottish oatmeal and of course it caught my eye and i bought it you're like absolutely i think the difference is in how it's cut you yeah. know like you yeah. have like um the instant oats and the steel cut oats and, I, right. and this is something in between and it's very hearty very nutty mm-hmm. yeah very, i don't know did you it's, like it I did. I thought it was good. I think so too, but I can't keep up with a baked oatmeal that I uh, get every you know every time we go to North Maine. Oh my goodness! It's yeah, no, so it didn't can't even can't even compete. I, I figured out baked oatmeal is like a very traditional Amish recipe. Really? So very local to our really. To uh, yeah, that makes sense because the the restaurant that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I have seen some individuals in there who are working yeah. um, that might either be Mennonite or Amish. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, pretty good. I've, I've, you know, I feel sugared up and got yeah. coffee here and mm. I'm just enjoying the, the weekend. And I just want to, before we dive in, I just want to share a little fun story. Just, just telling you guys about a miracle that happened in our apartment. What? Wait, what? Why didn't I don't know what you're about to say? <laughs> the, the the other night, we were we were sitting on our couch, and mind you guys, we um we bought like a beige white beige couch, and we have a white very oh. very nice carpet in front of it. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, it's it looks so nice, and the carpet is so soft, and everything is awesome, and we have a little TV in front of it, and everything we were, is white, guys. We were just watching. Um, yeah, we were. Sh- just watching a show and um eating our uh i don't know it was yeah dinner right dinner yeah yeah and regular salad quesadilla <laughs> yep. and bill opened a can of pop which is not good it for was, you i already know it was uh it was actually coke mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we are still lacking like a little coffee table type of thing so we don't have anything really to put our stuff on and next to like on his left side, there is the window and the little, um, what you call it? Like little ledge. Ledge of Win- the window. window sill? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And we opened the window because it was just a nice breeze outside. We opened the window. Very European. Guys, very European. <laughs> Europeans do this all the time. Yep, it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. We don't. I'm like, open a window in that inside. What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> and just kidding. So oh, windows are open. It's a nice breeze. And we have those window shades, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, that come down. The window blinds. Blinds. Mm-hmm. And so as puts his pop, his can of pop on the windows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a nice little breeze comes in. No, we a just, great eastern wind. Okay, wind what? goes through our apartment and moves moves the shades forward Pushing the opened can and full, like he hasn't even taken full a zip yet. Can. We were innocently watching TV and all of a sudden an explosion. I mean, just like. 
like <laughs> left and we, we thought just, we were under attack <laughs> it did <laughs> remind me of, of 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 the eggs when that when you blew up the eggs in the microwave oh and i and I'm, I'm standing underneath the microwave or next to it like you know and i do the whole shake thing where i'm like and i'm like mid flip the egg and i still flip the egg you know same thing happened over here like i tuck duck and roll like thankfully i didn't know what was on my plate or bowl I'm able to like maneuver very quickly and reach over, but I mean, it just like exploded Everywhere, to the like ceiling. The, the ceiling, the walls, the couch, and the um, the carpet, and everywhere. Ez was so mad, so mad, and we were like, so Fudge. mad. I don't think we, I think we were planning on recording that night or something. I know we? we were, and we didn't. Clearly, so we didn't. We like run upstairs, get all the. All the um, towels that we have, paper towels, everything we have, we throw it at everything. And we clean it up. And here's the miracle part. Yeah. Mind you, it is Coke. Yep. It's Coke. We clean everything up with towels. And we look at the carpet. We look at the, the wall and mm-hmm. the couch. My Everything is white. Yep. And we look at it. It's all... There's nothing. There's nothing. You You wouldn't be able to tell. It, <laughs> we only all we did is we were fast wipe them we were fast right we, didn't let, we didn't let it sink or soak in i mean i moved faster than you've ever <laughs> seen i like, mean i was like flash i was like you, you know boom but uh that was crazy that was to me Thank, like, i could not believe it i'll, I'll tell it, you right now if, if if it would have stained yeah lottie would not be telling the story the way she is right now she I would know. be like, <laughs> not. this is so ridiculous. I wish ever happened it's again. Just, now it's this funny story that we can look back on. Yeah, it's, it's, it reminds me of a, a similar miracle that I experienced. Um, sorry, there's so much storytelling here. but um, It's okay. It's cottage ketchup. I was in, I think, my last year of high school, maybe a little bit earlier. And I had saved up some money from like a side job as a student to finally buy my very first own smartphone and i know Ooh. some of you might be so young you you're like what there there was something different than smartphones uh-huh. what the yeah there were. um so before that i just had a regular like you know flip phone, cell phone. like yeah i had uh, a slide like a slide, slide like phone. a razor oh you slide okay. it up and there's the the um wow you're fancy yeah all the letters and numbers and yeah. stuff yeah um but I bought my very first smartphone. I was so proud. And I remember, remember it was so much money for me as a student. I saved all my savings for like a whole year. It was like, I think it was like 700 euros. Okay. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Because I didn't it's buy it, you know, in a bundle with everything. But you I just bought, just it, out bought right. it right away. Yeah. Um, and it was the n- latest Samsung, mm-hmm. like a white Samsung smartphone. Really, uh-huh. really awesome. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then I... <laughs> I had it for one day. I didn't buy a um, protection thing yet. <laughs> okay. And I was on my bike, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was, I think I listened to music. I wasn't even like on the phone, but I listened to music and I got it out and I wanted to change the song mm-hmm. while I was on my bike and I dropped it. No, it shattered. No. Okay. And I looked at it and looked, the screen looked fine. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, nothing happened. But then I realized when I was talking to someone on the phone, the um, speaker was not, it, it sounded very robotic. Like yeah. you couldn't tell what the other per- person was saying. It was, was okay. super soft and like, uh, you know, and I was devastated. Right. My mom was like, you know how a, a mom's heart bleeds 
yeah. when you're that something like that happens to your kid but she was also upset like that i didn't take care of it enough and it was just such a big spending or yeah thing. It was a, yeah it's a big purchase and then it's instantly broken and yeah and i was like before i went to bed that night my phone was still working and everything but you know the telephone part was like you the know, actual talking to someone right. the actual function of a telephone right <laughs> was not there anymore and it was you know back then it was not cool and i went to bed and i was like please phone please just you know work again and did you just, pray to the know. phone god yes, I was. are you serious right and now? i kid you not i'm learning so much i kid you not i sh- I, I think i did even something like i shook it or something like i don't know and i just prayed to the phone god and i went to sleep and i woke up the next day and my phone was fine i restarted it and it was fine wow my phone was healed wow repaired by the phone your tele prayers were answered <laughs> that is i have no idea how that ha- and i remember going to my mom she was like making breakfast or whatever and i was like mom my phone it's fine listen and i showed her and she's like she, she was just didn't know what to say and was like wow. happy for me and yeah i just never knew she's probably um, relieved yeah yeah maybe there was something that was out of place and i shook it and was back in place but sometimes yeah. you know they say it it works when you just give it a good old wow on on the uh on the dl or on the down low i might have to be telling some of my students hey i don't want to get in trouble as a teacher but you guys might want to pray to that phone god when you shatter your screens <laughs> shake it next um, morning put it under your pillow uh, it might be fixed <laughs> okay that would be a true miracle because <laughs> you know this was something invisible it might have been yeah just something or you just reset it yeah anyway so yeah that was a good story some, though some, some miracles over here that happened the other wow. day and i just wanted to share with everyone that our apartment still looks nice and nice and white yes and <laughs> yeah so the update there is yeah everything's still good we are good um we are back and running here it's been a little bit of a crazy week i had act testing tons of we had tons of stuff going on with the, with the week the pop the spill the different things <laughs> so we are back we're doing back-to-back episodes today so we're getting chapter 13 done and then we're going to go right into 14 yes. later today and hopefully you guys enjoyed those patreon episodes that we that we dropped uh, i think we did we did a couple things on like fred weasley's death we did some stuff with uh trelawney mm-hmm. we did some stuff with the forbidden forest all of which are doing really well on our little tiktok and uh youtube short channels like they all have like a million they're not, views they're not as little anymore yeah they're not it's so thanks to everybody if you are new by the way and, and you're listening to this for the first time you came from there uh thanks thanks for the comments we're gonna do some standalone episodes i think when we're done with chamber of secrets we're gonna kind of do a couple mm-hmm. maybe i don't know if we're gonna do it weekly we're gonna figure out the format for it but additional episodes where we just talk about harry potter theories essentially yeah. and ideas so yeah. extra content that because some people i think they are looking for the reread is is really good and so we'll have two sort of um two books in a row of really good mm-hmm. reread material and then book three will continue on with it but then give you guys an extra episode where you know like twice a month or something where you guys can listen in on a big theory yeah because it's fun there's so many comments there's so many different thoughts i know i, I love the comments yeah i i've heard other content creators sort of say like oh no harry potter does really y'all can make content out of that um there's so many cool things in the series that you find that you and i are finding during the reread and that that folks there is the reason you go back and listen to it mm-hmm. again it's it, hogwarts is home i mean you have these just really cool connections things you 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 forget it's a big series there's it's fun to go back and explore yeah. it and then to think about future events and where does it go from there and then now we've got hogwarts legacy and i, I posted something about molly weasley the other day and everyone's was, talking about it was probably the best 
Yeah, yeah so how powerful is Molly Weasley? Go check that out. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, and these are really just simple fun things, but it's just it's 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 something new that the fandom can kind of consume mm-hmm. because there hasn't been anything new. There's just Hogwarts Legacy right now. And as the comments, if you look at the comments, how many of them are saying, "Does she have this ancient power? Did Molly Weasley have some?" So okay. whatever is whatever is revealed in the game, which mm-hmm. we don't know yet because mm-hmm. it's a couple more weeks until we can get it on PlayStation mm-hmm. Four. Uh, and we will play through it, talk about it, whatever. But they said that there's something in the game that they think directly relates to Molly. And wow. as we're doing these character studies, her brothers, her brothers mm-hmm. die in, in, in the first war. I know. And they were powerful, mm-hmm. very strong, a very strong like wizard family. And I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh. So it, so it kind of makes sense when you see her duel with Bellatrix. It's sort of like, hold on a second. The, like her family's oh, no, the- no joke. Hang on, hang so, on. So, yeah. We're diving right into the Potter content here. Oh, so yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I had just, to get us. We know. might have read about it before, but who killed the Pruitt brothers? Uh, I think Dolohoff was one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure uh, he, that he was one of them because they were, those are her brothers. Yeah, I know. And when, when they say the Pruitt brothers, they're talking about Molly's brothers. It, it did. I don't know. It just never really struck. We think of her as, as a Weasley so much, and I'm sort of like, you know, she's she's the mom of... Uh, team mom of the series and then to find out like at the end she's got all these ties to a a really strong prominent uh wizard family and uh, her brothers fought in that war yeah it just says we're killed during the war by five death death eaters including antonin dalahov who was subsequently imprisoned in azkaban for the crime molly was given the way she speaks about gideon and fabian this trod at their deaths and may have inherited their things given okay yeah there's a couple things like a a a watch i think that she keeps from one of her brothers and it it made me think of the clock so the watch and the clock being that Mm. she's super fearful of losing her family like she lost her brothers and so then she has this clock that's where are they are they in danger does she need to go does mama weasley need to get her wand out and go whoop up on somebody because she will she oh. absolutely will. And she is something. And if you look at the fandom's response to that little video, yeah. it was Everybody loves it was her. awesome. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agreed. So we gave her like a 9.4. And then there's something special at the end. We gave her a little upscale when her babies are threatened. But um, someone, the, the first comment in there was like, like, sorry to disagree, but she's a flat out 10. Yeah. And I was like, Let's go. totally agree, actually. You know? <laughs> and and there's so many people who just agree on that, which was, yeah. which was great. Like, because. I mean, the person who said that got like eight thousand likes. Yeah, on, the, it's on their over. comment. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so clearly, Molly is a ten. <laughs> Absolutely. But how so. devastating is that? She agrees. You know, her whole family is in the war, even though she lost her brothers the first time. Mm-hmm. And now she has seven kids, and oh yeah, my gosh. yeah. And she does lose one of them, and it's right. just so so freaking sad. Right. To think about it, because she. Had she been there, you know, she's here protecting Ginny and she always thinks probably like, you know, what if I, had I been there, could I have protected my little right Freddy? I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. So anyway, anyway, anyway uh, yeah, just some updates and some, some fun Potter talk things that are going on. Don't forget friends. We are still going to LeakyCon this summer. So we're yeah. excited about that. If anybody wants to go there, I think the hotel uh rooms were were sold out but i think there's still still tickets i believe i hope i can't wait um so yeah it's gonna be so much fun we're excited about that but uh anything else 
Can't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I think we're pretty. I mean, like ready to dive in. We're just reading a couple books that are super inspiring and loving it, and just like or maybe we'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Alrighty, ready for the trivia. Trivia. Yeah, actually, I am, and I want to tell. I want to tell folks that like. I am ready for the trivia, and I been practicing. I have been practicing, and we were just over in Middle Earth actually uh, with a with a good friend David Downing and his wife Crystal. Oh, they're so wonderful! They came down to the Shire of America. So this is over on my other uh, podcast, the the brother podcast of this, which is um, an unexpected podcast, Talking Tolkien. So go check it out. Do a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff over there. But we had a fun Lord of the Rings trivia day where that was so much fun with everyone. It was yeah. great. Lane and I go toe to toe. And, and and some Lord of the Rings trivia, so check that out. There's a bonus episode there and, as well. So uh, not to spoil anything, but uh, you know, that's, well, well. somebody's in the lead I'm right now. Lead, somebody's in the lead. It's, it's going to be a trilogy. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that 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 was fun. Also, uh, definitely taking the, the the trivia section of this more serious because I want to get on the next trivia show. Let's go. I want to be the Hufflepuff. I want yes. to be on there representing. Sorry. I, I want I need you, to train. I want you and Tiffany to go to that show next time. Yeah, right? We're going to train you up. Yeah. yeah. And, then, hey, and then Michaela can be the Ravenclaw. She can be over there. There you we know go. What I mean? I, and we, I'm we, just going to be cheering for everyone. Maybe Megan will get on the Slytherin team. We would, have, we would know people from all the different... I don't know. It'd be fun. Sounds so. good. Okay. All, all right. right. Um, first question. What was Dumbledore teaching when Professor Dippet was headmaster and Tom Riddle went to school? So the scene we um, see today where Harry um, dives into the diary. Yeah. I what is he think, teaching? I think he's the transfiguration oh, professor. Wow. Good. Is, is that right? Job, sweetie, because this is a, yeah, This so this is a um, thing that a lot of people get confused nowadays because of Fantastic Beasts. Right, because it looks like he's teaching um, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Right, but... Right, right. The Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, hang on. So this is what um, it says. He, uh, uh, remember Riddle, after he's done with Hogwarts, after he graduates, he mm-hmm. asks for the position. Yes. And it's not Albus Dumbledore who's retired, but it's Gala- Galatia Marythought. Oh, really? Professor okay. Marythought is the DADA teacher. Yeah, at that time. Interesting. And Professor Dumbledore is transfiguration teacher. But there is now a confusion because he was teaching DADA during um, Fantastic Beasts. Wow. So was he... But and, and, and at the same time, it doesn't seem like... Why can't he change his su- subject that he teaches? Snape changed his subject. He always wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, Quirrell changed his subject from Muggle Studies to DADA. Why can't Dumbledore change from DADA to Transfiguration? Oh, he could have. Totally, right? Yeah, he t- he, yeah. well, and I think too... Maybe he was a seer and he foresaw that this position will be cursed. <laughs> that, well, that and also the idea that he doesn't want to be... I mean, like, the, like dark arts, it's just something he... He found, uh, I, I think, just w- just with Grindelwald and all that stuff, he wanted to not really be associated with yeah. it. He wanted to yeah. sort of, you know, yes. be in a different branch of magic. And I like work. that explanation. Yeah. yeah. So. And he was pretty good at transfiguration too. So. My question is, where Professor Mary thought? I mean, after she retires, mm-hmm. does she ever like step? St- I mean, step back up in the first Wizarding War? 
And Ooh. and like I don't think she, I'm trying to look and see if she's part of the Order of the Phoenix. I don't think okay. so. But I mean, think about that. She's been the the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher there for for many years, actually. Yeah. So True. that's pretty pretty cool. She was like the last one then, right? Who who she was not with with Albus first. and and with um uh probably let me see here Slughorn they say mm-hmm. Doge she might have came across the Commanders um interesting yeah okay mm-hmm. so so oh okay here's another one it looks like Albus Dumbledore taught defense against the dark arts in the 1910s and 20s when Professor Mary Thought already taught at Hogwarts. So it's unknown if Professor Mary Thought and Dumbledore taught together or if she taught another subject before. So, I mean, you know, from a teacher's perspective, it's totally possible. Maybe Mary Thought was Albus's student teacher for a while or um, she had a double major and and, and just um, started in another subject. Maybe it was, I don't know, charms and in um, DADA, and then she changed. You know, it, it's totally possible. Like, I, I don't think it's... Well, she could have been doing different things for the Ministry of Magic as well, too, because it says she authored two books, Defense Against the Dark Arts and Advanced and Advanced yeah. Defense Against the Dark Arts. Nice. So, yeah, her um, name sounds familiar. So yeah. it's, yeah, Mary Thought. Okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway, that was question one. Good job, sweetie. Yeah. And then... Do you remember what were Snape's mother and father's names? Uh, I think it's just um, Mr. and Mrs. Snape. Right? Okay. First and last name. What was um, his mother's uh, maiden name uh, and their first names? Uh, I do not know. Any idea? No. I've got zero clue. I've been, I've been to, I don't, I don't know. Snape's mom's name. Okay, you can figure out her maiden name because this is connected to his whole idea of he's the half-blood prince. Uh-huh, so prince. Right, so her maiden name was Prince. Uh-huh. Her first name was Eileen. Eileen. I feel like we've said it before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Eileen Prince. Eileen yeah. Prince and then Snape, Eileen Snape, who was the witch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was a pure-blood witch and Tob- Tobias Snape was the muggle father. Okay, nice. Yep. Eileen Prince. I feel like we've had this question even before. I feel like I've, I've, mm, I've. I know we haven't. Maybe. I know we haven't, but I feel like we have, and I, mm. I can never remember her name. Well, so Eileen anyway. Prince and Tobias Snape. Okay. Right. All right. On to some more lessons in Magizoology. Yes. And today we're going to do the surprise beast again. So I'm going to open up a random page in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And hopefully it's one that we haven't read before. Watch okay, it be, have we, got, have we done Aragog? And, and no, the, I was just saving that for a later chapter. No, I know. I just thought it would be kind um, of funny if you accidentally opened to it right now. Oh, no, I know. But that would be A, so oh, I can kind of... Oh, so you're, oh, you're manipulating the... I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Thank goodness. Okay, what, if I let it, what if I let it just drop and see what happens? Yeah, I don't think it's going to open. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I was like, that's that's not going to work, but it's a good try. This reminds me of the video, why Harry is not sorted into Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ravenclaw can do stupid things. Yeah. They can sometimes, yes. Okay. What about go. this one? Ooh. What is, what is it? Have we talked about a doxy before a doxy let me say what's a doxy we talked about it before 
because no doxies i don't know how prevalent they are in the movies or the books probably books but i remember doxies definitely from the computer game they were so annoying oh really (laughs) yeah wow okay let me read to you the entry so doxies sometimes known as biting theory the classification is three x's competent wizard should cope the doxy is often mistaken for a fairy Though it is a quite separate species, like the fairy, it has a miniature human form. Though in the Doxy's case, this is covered in thick black hair and has an extra pair of arms and legs. So the Doxy's wings are thick, curved, and shiny, much like a beetle's. Doxies are found throughout Northern Europe and America, preferring cold climates. They lay up to 500 eggs at a time and bury them. The eggs hatch in two to three weeks. Doxies have double rows of sharp, venomous teeth. An antidote should be taken if bitten. I think that's exactly what happens, right? Is, uh, is it in um, the Order of the Phoenix? Uh, I don't know. What I have, so the history on these, on mm-hmm. which I think is always fun to go down, we have during the uh, 88 and 89 school year, Doxies were involved in one of the obstacles of the All-Wizard Tournament, which was uh, designed by Kettleburn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the Hogwarts Mystery game. Okay. Yeah. After gaining control of the broomstick, jinxed with a hurling hex, the participants had to use it to catch a released Doxy. So, unfortunately, a cage full of additional Doxies was knocked over during the task and blah, blah, blah. So, Madame Pomfrey had to, you know, medically help them all through their little bite wounds. Mm. And then, so yeah, a couple things there prior to Harry's time. Let me see here. What happened during... Looks like Fred and George Weasley used Doxy Venom in their um, snack boxes. Okay. So yeah, that was a popular Weasley's Weas- Wizard Wheezes Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Uh, let me see. Another one here. Harold Dingle tried to sell Doxy droppings to fifth years under the guise of them being a powdered dragon claw, okay. but these were confiscated by Hermione Granger. Oh, yeah. So Prefect. she's like, you know. <laughs> uh, Cormac, he actually was, he, he, I guess he was, he was bet. There was a bet mm-hmm. where um, they bet him to eat a pound of Doxy eggs, and oh. this causes him to not be able to trial for the Gryffindor Quidditch team in his seventh year Oops. at Hogwarts. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Whoa, did you read the... I did read the etymology. We're not going to read it. (laughs) Wow, okay. You can go and read the entry for yourself if you want to. Um, And then it says, yeah, it's very... uh, So in the the video game adaption, there's a lot of doxy. So it's... It appears not really... What did they get rid of in the house, you know? Uh, yeah, a different thing. I don't remember. It wasn't a doxy? Yeah. Sometimes I have a hard time, like, doxies... For some reason, I always get the little uh, Cornish pixies in my mind. But yeah, they're different. Cool. So um, would you want to have or befriend a doxy? They seem uh, a little venomous and mischievous. No, so. not really on my on my list of things I want to... Yeah, yeah. they seem like a little, you know, like pests. Like yeah. you just don't want them around. Like, you know. Looks like, it seems like they bite you and stuff. So right, I'm, they're like I'm out on that. Big magical mosquitoes. Yeah. Sorry. 
No, that's a big no for me. So, same. I guess I guess they have useful useful properties and stuff in terms of potions and, and oh, things true. that you can use them uh, for maybe or even looks like the the Fred and George found found a good uh, use. For there, yeah, yeah, use there. But uh, outside of that, um, yeah. Fred and George. On that note, they probably were really good potioneers and good at magical and fantastic beasts. Like yeah, care, they might care for magical. Probably creatures. did it despite Snape. Honestly, uh, honestly, I think they were really good in potions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet they were. So. I, I always wonder, like, you know, Hermione still got good grades because what can Snape say if everything's perfect, you know? He right. can He can, like, um, embarrass her in class, but he can't give her a bad grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I think same with the Weasleys. Okay, okay. Are you ready for the main part? Yes. So should I read the summary? Yeah, sure. You just you just wrote you just wrote it. Okay, I have no clue what I wrote because I wrote it a while ago. Chapter thirteen: The Very Secret Diary. Harry and Ron prove to be the sweetest friends and visit Hermione, who is still recovering from her polyjuice potion cat hair accident, every night in the hospital wing to update her on homework and chamber of secret news. But there haven't been any attacks for weeks now, and Professor Sprout's mandrakes are almost ready to heal all the victims. One night, on their way back to the common room, Ron and Harry hear Filch fuming with anger in front of Myrtle's bathroom. The toilet has been flooded, and the poor old squib knows this is going to be an all-nighter for him to clean up the mess. The two boys sneak into the bathroom to figure out what caused the flooding. There, they find an old diary in the toilet. Someone must have tried to flush it down. All the pages of the mysterious diary are blank. At least Harry finds out that it must be 50 years old and belong to a student named T.M. Riddle. Ron remembers cleaning a school trophy for special services with Riddle's name on it. Harry has a feeling that this diary could be an important piece to the puzzle and puts it in his book bag. Soon Hermione is released from the hospital and she too is very interested in the diary, but nothing seems to be working when they try to reveal the book's true content. On Valentine's Day, Professor Lockhart surprises the school with little messenger dwarfs delivering Valentine's cards all day long, interrupting classes and holding off students in the corridors. Harry tries to escape a highly embarrassing Valentine's message, but everyone in the hallway can hear its poetic delivery by the dwarf. In the tumult, Harry drops his book back, and of course, Malfoy is the one who picks up Riddle's diary for him. Before Malfoy can take a closer look at it, Harry expelliarmuses it out of his his hand and he and Ron hurry off to class. That same night Harry is determined to take a closer look at Riddle's diary again. He decides to write his name on one of the pages and to his surprise the diary responds. Tom Riddle reveals to Harry that he was there 50 years ago when the chamber was first opened and that he even managed to catch the culprit. Harry wants to know more and suddenly he gets sucked into the book and finds himself inside Tom Riddle's memory watching the events unfold as a bystander. Harry witnesses how Tom Riddle has a serious conversation first with the headmaster at the time, Armando Dippet, and then with a 50 years younger Albus Dumbledore. Then Harry follows Tom down to the dungeons where he hides and waits like a predator in the dark to catch his prey. Harry waits with him, and after a while, Tom starts pursuing another giant student. It is Hagrid, who is attempting to smuggle a monstrous spider out of the castle. Riddle tries to shoot the monster down with a spell, but Hagrid throws himself on top of Tom, and the monster spider escapes. Harry's head is spinning, everything is dark, and the next moment he lands back on his bed in the Gryffindor dormitory. Harry can't believe what he saw. Hagrid is the one who opened the Chamber of Secrets? Hmm. What do you know? Hagrid, who we thought was just this nice, gentle giant, is actually the bad guy. Now, did you believe it when you read it for the first time? 
Heck no. No. Heck no. I, I thought there was something else going on. I, di- I didn't... Um, no. And I think, too, I had seen the first movie and I knew how friendly Haggard was. And I was like, there ain't no way. No. You know? So I was like, no, that, that, that can't be... But, I mean, it's interesting. So something's going on and there is mm-hmm. some creature. And then you even think, okay, well, if he did it, he did it by accident. And he didn't mean to. And there's some yeah. creature that, that must have just got out. And, uh, and we know Hagrid loves creatures. So there's an excuse here yeah. somewhere we have to find it. Harry's going to have to figure out how to, you know, get to the bottom of this mystery and help Hagrid. Yeah. That's still kind of what I thought. Uh, and that this other guy was just somebody who was misled and, and who was looking for, you know, uh, someone to blame this on because he wanted to stay at, at Hogwarts like, uh, yeah. like Harry. I mean, mm-hmm. they really made a connection to Harry living in a muggle home and him, yeah. uh, Tom Riddle, living in a muggle oh, orphanage. 100%. So, yeah. I like this. I like this. Um, I know we're jumping a little bit to the end here, but I like how Tom seems very normal. He's a straight A student. Teachers like him. Yeah. Professor Dippet really likes him. And the the connections that Harry even sees parallels, like... You know, the way that Dumbledore looks at him, you know, the, the scanning look that he gives him or the way he told, I think, Dippet mm-hmm. that nothing mm-hmm. he knows nothing. And the same way Harry said to Dumbledore, no, there's nothing. Right. And we see those. And, and even um, when he hears the name Riddle or reads the name Riddle, he's like, it feels like an old friend from when he was little. Yeah, but it's so well written. Isn't that cool? It, that that so that tells you right there that she was thinking about the idea that Tom Riddle was somehow connected. I mean, obviously, you know, because uh, we get to the end of the book and we realize that this is Lord Voldemort, right? And he but, killed a student, right? Yeah. And but but you, the idea that Harry is a Horcrux mm-hmm. is there right now. Yeah, and there's something. There's a reason why he keeps this book around. Well, there's this feeling. There's, there's a, there's a. It's almost as if this is he's holding an old friend or something that was there prior to early on. He can't remember. Yeah, yeah. His it's somewhere earliest friend was Voldemort. If it's you crazy. Re- it's crazy. Yeah. So, because he was like, yeah, I don't remember having any friends, and then mm-hmm. trust me, this guy's not your friend. Yeah. All right, tried to kill you. Right. So, but I mean, it doesn't. Sometimes it's it's just a, you know small differences that can make the biggest differences like they seem very much alike for a while mm-hmm. and you know like that's the, the book is all about choices harry and voldemort have a very similar hard time growing up mm-hmm. and they could have turned out very similar but they make different choices. Right. Here's something that I don't think people have thought a whole lot about. Mm-hmm. When you split your soul like that, right? You do something evil and it, it splits your soul. The portion of Voldemort's soul that was... That that attached itself to Harry might have been the only portion of Voldemort left that had a chance for redemption. Because... Actually, at the end of the series, I was reading the other day, and he gives him a chance, one more chance to to try and repent and, and to try to whatever. When when we go to King's Cross at the end mm-hmm. of the series, and Harry is talking to Dumbledore, he basically says, is there anything we can do? Anything. Right. Anything at yeah. all. And that is... And then, then when you hear this in this chapter um, with the secret diary, that he's his friend maybe yeah. maybe possibly his oldest friend any innocence or any any part of and i guess the, like 
Voldemort's soul that would be childlike or from his childhood, hood, right, would be yeah. attached to Harry. Yeah. Because it's really, maybe that was the only thing left that was keeping him somewhat human. Gosh. And then that's, you know what I'm saying? And they, yeah. Because he became less than human, according yeah. to Hagrid. Yeah. Um, and he, he... He did. Right. So then And now, even drinking the unicorn's blood in Sorcerer's Stone cursed him forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like that little bit that was left because he was still asking him, you know, almost essentially, I mean, even though that part is, has been killed by Voldemort at that time, Harry's yeah. still asked, giving him, trying to give yeah. whatever remainder of Voldemort is there um, yeah. one last chance. I don't know. It's sort of far-fetched, but deep. Yeah. just wanted to throw oh my it out there. Because I was always like, why did he, why he's still trying to give him a chance to repent Yeah. at the end. It, so. That's actually a characteristic we see in a lot of our heroes, right? In our favorite stories. They still try to give them, you know, they they fight the enemy the whole time. And then the enemy's, their opponent is almost going to die falling off a cliff and they still reach out with their hand. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the bad guy is like, ha, 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 right, and yeah. pulls him back down too. Yeah. But. <laughs> thinking a yeah. scar? You thinking a scar from uh, Lion King? I mean, he's sort of. That too. Yeah. I don't know. He's a bad guy who does, like, <laughs> like uh, Simba tries to help him up. Or like, um. Uh, in Star Wars, didn't happen with. Uh, um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking on his name. Oh no, the the red guy. The red guy. The he looks very devious, and he's a Sith. Darth Maul. Yes. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Like, didn't he in in Rebels like fall and somebody re- gave him? I don't know. Anyway, I... so the whole <laughs> the whole point is, yeah, our heroes still. That's that's the difference, and the bad guys would. N- label that as a weakness they don't mm-hmm. strike when they often they 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 show mercy even to their worst enemies yeah and that's it's a hero that's that yeah yeah so i don't know interesting thoughts just uh about um and uh, yeah still, like know. you said they they i mean harry has lived with that part of Voldemort's soul his entire life yes mm-hmm. like when he was one year old that soul attached to his soul and yeah it's yeah. crazy like it's it's almost like you know it, it was a part of harry for for a long time absolutely so. that's such a weird thing yeah, yeah. He, he's a he's a horcrux he, he carries a portion yeah. of Voldemort's soul yeah uh and yeah so i yelled yeah, so wow. all right uh um, one thing that you missed and we you forgot to put when in your in your summary oh. is that um Whenever we can get a Lockhart reference in here, we've got to. So to start this whole bad boy off, uh-huh. uh, Miss Granger is in the hospital wing, oh, if you'll remember, know. right? <laughs> and her whiskers have gone down. Uh-huh. The facial hair is 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 coming down a little bit, which, you know, to each their own. If my facial hair started to go away, I think Lottie would be like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> uh, but anyways, she's feeling better about her appearance and... I love that Ron is the one who's bringing the books to her. It's almost like she's, you can almost hear her know, beforehand, like, Ron, bring me this, 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 and this. I, I need this, okay? And, and he's, he's like, like oh, oh I'm okay. gonna, But he's like, in his mind, yeah. he's actually making sure he's got all Oh, in the back, he's walking out there going like, do I have this? Do I have this? Yeah. Okay, I need this. Need he's triple checking. Yes. Yeah, I know. But but acting like he's, he's <laughs> begrudgingly bringing all his books and stuff. And then he sees, which is heartbreaking, he sees this little envelope that she's sleeping that she has underneath her pillow it says to miss granger wishing you a speedy recovery from your concerned teacher professor gilderoy lockhart 
Order of Merlin, third class, honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League, and five-time winner of Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award, <laughs> which he won outright on his own five times. Just I, want to throw that out there. I love that his titles are actually longer than his message to Hermione. And oh, I, I thought when we listened to it in the um, on the audiobook, I was like, this is so smart. Putting all your titles under every single thing you send to people, you sign, it makes you, like, you know, people think you're important. People think you like, it's just a marketing thing that he, oh, absolutely. he does, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so silly, but it's here's, so funny. Well, yeah, we, we, we sometimes talk about that with uh, people that I work with. Like, they have they put all their different um, accolades <laughs> underneath their oh, name. Yeah. And Ma- like master's degrees, PhDs. Yeah, I mean, wait, it, every training they've ever went to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the master's degree is standard, and some of those yeah. things are fine. Uh, but it's like every dig. I mean, every little thing that you could imagine yeah. is is down there. It's funny. Which whatever. It's actually it's good. It's good to know. Oh, they went to that. I want to ask them about that. So we're, mm-hmm. if you're one of those people, I am too. So I'm totally just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but now uh, the, the the vocab word for you is um, smarmy. Oh. Smarmy, and he calls him. Basically, that means sort of like foul. Um, that's something foul, sort of like mm-hmm. it's it's uh, smooth, slick, oily, greasy. Yeah, oily, yeah. Is uh, yeah. Lockhart the smarmiest bloke you've ever met, or what? Yeah. Is what Ron says. Right. So never heard that word before, and I thought, oh, that's jumping off the page. What is that? <laughs> and, Looking for those insults. And this connects right to when they go into the great hall, mm-hmm. and Lockhart has prepared this awesome like valentine special oh in the day. next chapter yeah and no this is this chapter oh it is um and <laughs> and her ron's like please hermione tell me you're not one of those what 46 or whatever oh that's send right him a valentine's that's right. card and she's like oh, the porridge looks really good today doesn't it uh, huh? so she did definitely but <clears throat> that's just cute like i mean just a, i don't know it's just kind of cute but at the same yeah. time lockhart He's, he's wild. That is, by the way, one of the next guys that I want to do. I want to do how powerful is, is Professor Lockhart. Because oh, I'm excited. You got to write I this one. I think he's pretty powerful. Because I think you should write this yeah. that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but before, sorry, I, I, I skipped. And a very important part is Ron Hermione leaving the hospital wing that night. And again, poor Filch. He He's has got to a lot, clean a lots mess. to deal with. Yeah. And again, they are they're in so many people's business, you know. They're like, oh, what's going on over there? And we better check it out. But right. they kind of have a connection now to that place. So, But I mean, mind your business might be something that uh, is, 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 a, is a theme or a takeaway from, right? from this like series. Prof- Professor Kirk says. Yeah, mind your own. He does in Narnia. Why don't we just mind all, everyone minds their own business? Right. The world might be a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> then again, they do get to the bottom of this. True. So, right. So. We need those people. So they find a flooded Myrtle's bathroom and someone has tried to throw a diary at Myrtle. No, really, it was Ginny who just tried to flush it down to get rid of the diary because she can feel something is, you know, it's so heartbreaking. Later we learn she she doesn't remember. She's possessed. Long, like a whole day is like she wakes up and she's like, "What? Did I, where? Where did I go? What happened?" Mm-hmm. She's possessed. Yeah, and she's isn't it interesting that Harry, who is also possessed by Voldemort, um, carries his soul and is possessed by him later, yeah. marries someone who was also possessed by yeah. Voldemort. Yeah, they 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 share That's that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
um, yeah, she tries to get rid of it. And Myrtle's upset. Ginny obviously didn't know that Myrtle was in the U-Bend. <laughs> and mm-hmm. right. uh, Myrtle's upset. And like... Did you yeah. say U-Bend? Isn't it called a U-Bend? I thought you meant... Oh, maybe. I don't know. I thought you, U-Bend. Yeah. Oh, what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, I, I was just sitting in the in, in the U-Bend. What is that? Like, you know, the toilet when it you flush down and the... Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was the... Just are you kidding that wait a second that's where she was at oh my gosh i think that's i I just imagine that she chucked it over top of the thing and uh so she's actually in the pipe what in the the, world yeah but it's it's in plumbing a a bend in a pipe that contains water and prevents gas from passing through the pipe yeah never ever that's the u-bend didn't know didn't know that i mean i know what the (laughs) u-bend is yeah in in the in the toilet, but I did not realize that's where she was chilling out. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, Myrtle. I know. Wow. Anyway, okay, okay. Now it makes more sense. I yeah. thought you were like I thought it was some special German word there for toilet. No. Like she was just in the bathroom in the in a particular spot in the bathroom or nope. whatever. But you mean really in the toilet toilet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's what it says. I never I never noticed that. So makes sense. And what I thought was cool was um, you know, Harry tries to pick it up. He's super like he wants to figure out what it's all about. They find out there's nothing in there, mm-hmm. but Ron is very careful. He's like, you know, watch out. It could be like, dangerous. Dude, hey. oh. and, and here we learn again, Ron's knowledge of Ron's of the, knowledge. Thank of the you. wizarding world. Yes. You know, and he's like, uh, have you heard of like the, the sonnets of a sorcerer? Um, mm-hmm. And he spoke in limericks for the rest of, of, of their lives. Everyone who read this, and someone, uh, some old witch in Bath, by the way, Bath is a place they always mm-hmm. say th- uh, that you should go visit when you travel the UK. Yeah, well, yeah. So we okay. will one right. day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And some old witch in Bath had a book that you could never stop reading. So you have to just wander around with your nose in it, trying to do everything one-handed mm-hmm. while you're reading that book. And that's crazy. What do you think? Are you reading the same thing over and over again? Or is it like an, uh, is it a never-ending story? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. That would be actually that. Would, I guess if you had to forever read a book, and then I mean, if it's a good book, you can reread it, and that's fine, right? Yeah. That'd be that would, that would be fine, and you you enjoy the reread. But to be ever stuck in a book, and it'd be nice if it kind of kept going, and it kept you know had additional chapters or a part two or part three. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. So that's you. you have you ever seen those people though? When you go into now, I think when you guys when you walk into your Starbucks, your coffee shop in the morning, and you see someone with their face buried in a book, yeah. they're getting coffee and they're sort of like doing something. They're like stirring <laughs> the coffee while their face. Uh, this is actually a scene in. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Bless the. Because I'm tired uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a scene in. I think it's the Leaky Cauldron. Oh where yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. is in their faces. Oh my goodness! They're, they're buried in a book and they're yes. using their finger. She has stir. very long fingernails, by right. the way. Yeah, to, to, to stir the thing. But she doesn't ever take her face out of that book. And I thought, what? I if wonder. That person is. I think if that you book. look in Diagon Alley too, I think there's someone else who has their face in a book. Um, at, wow. at some point. And yeah, you maybe they're in the bookstore. You but would still. think there is a counterspell for that, but I don't um, know. So, so Ron knows what's yeah. up. He's like, Dude. and Ron Careful. also remembers when Harry picks up the book, and he's like. T.M. Riddle, who's that? And like Ron's like, T.M. Riddle? <laughs> that guy got a special award. And Harry's like, how do you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he's been cleaning the same uh, trophy over and over again. T.M. Riddle got a special 
award for special sorry an award for special services to the school 50 years ago and it never says what for it's just mm. an award for services you yeah that's interesting so speaking of of that person tom riddle the road where in which the diary was purchased is vox hall so vox hall road oh my gosh yeah which if you look it up is actually a road in liverpool england so there's a scotland road <laughs> uh and it's yeah it's just called let's see scotland scotland road uh known locally as scotty road is section of the a59 road situated si- situated near the docks in the Vauxhall district i guess we should wow. say Vauxhall district of north liverpool england so harry like recognizes that that would be a muggle i know that's awesome though that's to make that connection just by reading that you know yeah. uh, Vauxhall road london because we don't know these places and i i just wanted to kind of look up like are there some places you mentioned bath and then we've got mm-hmm. Vauxhall, and i'm like we need to go to these spots i know and we will we, yeah. have, a yeah, we have a plan guys we have a plan yeah don't worry you guys are coming with us too okay? yes so all right <laughs> yeah uh yeah so um they decide harry just decides to put the book in his pocket but they're not doing anything with it yet however hermione is pretty interested in the book too when she gets oh. out wait a second wait a second yeah sorry sorry sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, when they're talking ahead. about ron i just saw this and i didn't want to forget it yeah it's one of those it's one of those one-liners when people talk about ron and mm-hmm. his knowledge and how he warns people and how he he knows a lot about the wizarding world and also how he is possibly a seer you ready for this mm-hmm. Um, I wish I, I wish I knew why someone uh, did try to chuck it, said oh, Harry. Yeah. I wouldn't mind knowing how Riddle got an, an award for special services to Hogwarts either. Could have been anything, said Ron. Maybe he got 30 OWLs or saved the teacher from a giant squid. Maybe he murdered Myrtle. That would have done forever. That would have done everyone a favorite. Ron, stop! Come on, he goes too far. But, but uh, dang, he maybe he murdered. It out. Yeah, maybe he murdered Myrtle. Wow. And you know, by the way, and, and here's something interesting. So when an author wants to point do something uh, that is significant, and they want to highlight something like a little, they want to they, they want to do something subtle, yeah. But yet they want to make a moment right there. They'll use like alliteration. So maybe he murdered Myrtle. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 something. It's really cool. If you're so if you're a young writer and you want to get into writing, <laughs> I, I love looking for bits that's of alliteration cool. because the author does it intentionally with purpose, yeah. and all the words are really so c- important. She could have written "killed Myrtle." Yeah, exactly. Cited murdered. Murdered. Myrtle. Yeah, and maybe he murdered Myrtle. Oh right? my goodness. So anyway, just just extra little tidbits about Ron. This is why people think he's you know this is awesome. You can see the future. <laughs> I think so too. I think Ron is. Awesome. He's, he's well yeah. connected with his inner eye. So, yeah. and that is happening prior to divination class. Just want to throw that out there. And that's these are these little things that when you're creating a series, I mention it all the time. You have different ideas. She could have in the early development yeah. of Ron thought, you know, what, maybe I will make him sort of like this halfway seer, kind of like Trelawney. Yeah. Trelawney is a seer but doesn't know it. Ron's saying things <laughs> that he doesn't even realize are going to yeah. come true or are the truth or can see in the past and the future, whatever. Right. So just like, you know, Albert Einstein was not the best at school, but then he turned out to be one of the most genius. Yeah, genius. People in the yeah. World. yeah. Yeah. Um Wow. So yeah. Ron's awesome. We know that. Go um, Ron. Yep. And Harry we- and Hermione make the connection like fifty years ago. That's exactly like um when the Chamber of Secrets was opened the first time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
this is a brilliant theory, Hermione, said Ron. Yeah. You know, that because he would know something about the person who's behind the attacks. But unfortunately, there's nothing in the diary. It's just blank. And they try everything to, to find out what's in there, but nothing ha- uh, nothing works really. Right, right. Yeah. And then switch to what's happening in the castle. Yeah, the mood had grown more hopeful, right? There had been uh, no more attacks since those on Justin and Nearly Headless Nick. And Madame Pomfrey was pleased to report that the Mandrakes were becoming moody, secretive, <laughs> meaning that they were fast leaving childhood. Yeah. Now, watch out, friends. When they start getting in each other's pots, you know something's going on, right? <laughs> so... I can't believe, though, that... Isn't that ridiculous? That, cut- I, that is... Yeah. They're like little kids growing up and then they kill them to make the it's just Yeah, I know. Wild. It's it's so it is disturbing a little <laughs> she, bit that like she takes care of them like she loves kids. them and and, then and they're, she just cuts they they go yeah, they go through it so fast that it's almost like like okay, it doesn't really matter. Like I don't know the, because yeah, they're like little teenagers now and they're <laughs> they jumping into their pots and then, yeah, they've got acne. <laughs> oh they've got acne. God. I mean, how can you so ridiculous and i think it's it's the obscure sort of yeah. wild magical fantastical bit about this that makes it go so intriguing like wait what i mean there's just a little darkness to some of this stuff uh that also is meant to be funny and ex- super exaggerated I mean, so here, yeah yeah okay. it's just here here it's described and i like it says the moment their acne clears up they'll be ready for repotting again harry heard her telling filch kindly one afternoon. Yeah, so first of all, yeah. Ms. I mean, Professor Sprout is probably super nice and kind of, I love her. You think her. she hangs out with Filch a lot? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about like, she's just, you know, talking to Filch and I think Filch probably likes her because she's, she's just a very yeah. kind-hearted spirit and nice right. to talk to and they probably have to talk about, you know, the. I know Hagrid is a groundskeeper but at the same time she probably has to like... Yeah, I, I feel, I just know. feel like she has a lot of... Um, like like really good relationships with everyone. She yeah. seems to just that's the spirit of Hufflepuff House, which is just yeah. we'll take in everybody. We're we're yeah. good. Come on in, you know. I love it. Uh yeah. So. And after that, it won't be long until we're cutting them and 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 cutting them up and stewing them. You'll have Mrs. Norris back in no time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's a little like we said, a little disturbing. Cuz Pomfrey, um, you're wild, wild, you know, she's wild. Um, but um Anyway, so I want to talk about this whole scene when Gilderoy Lockhart is, he he's planning something. And I want to read this to you. Because um, Lockhart says he has something planned. And he says, you know, what the school needs now is a moral booster. Wash away the memories of last term. I won't say any more just now, but I think I know just the thing. And he tapped his nose again and strode off. So he's really, he's just trying to cheer everybody up, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they figure out what it is. Valentine's Everything Day, people. Everything is pink, full of little hearts. Ha- you know, Lockhart is just jumping around. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. And the the other teachers... I don't know. They don't seem to have a sense of humor. They're just, they just like you know frozen. Like yeah, it's they're stone faced and like. Ugh. Right, but for Christmas they're drinking and stuff. I know. So What's hey, the come deal? on, lighten up a little bit. I Maybe think, they were really into their the, studies. And I think the new history of magic professor would be would have been would have had a blast. Which oh, is you. absolutely. I think you would have been like, oh my god, this is hilarious. 
Let's go. I, I, I would have been, yes, it, like at the announcement, I would have, like, I man, I should do a video of me sort of like pointing to Lockhart and him giving me the wink and me giving him a little fist bump. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like a little back and forth cut scene. Because as he announces that, I would have been like, let's go. Nod in my head. And he's like, you got me. Professor Kirk's got me. He knows what's <laughs> up. We're going we're gonna to get these kids back on their feet. Get the mood lifted in here. Lockhart wearing lurid pink robes to match the decorations was waving for silence. The teachers on either side of him were looking stony-faced. From where he sat, Harry could see a muscle going in Professor McGonagall's cheek. What does that mean? She's like... Twitching. Twitching. Yeah. Snape looked as as though someone had just fed him a large beaker of Skelligro. Happy Valentine's Day, Lockhart shouted, and may I thank the 46 people who have so far sent me cards. And this is in the morning, so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he probably got lots more. Right, right. Yes, I have taken the liberty of arranging this little surprise for you all, and it doesn't end here. And then he clapped his hands through the doors to the entrance hall, marched a dozen surly looking dwarfs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not just any dwarfs however lockhart had had them all wearing golden wings and carrying harps my friendly card carrying cupids there we go our alliteration again the card carrying Mm -hmm. cupids (laughs) beamed lockhart they will be roving around the school today delivering your valentines and the fun doesn't stop here i'm sure my colleagues will want to enter into the spirit of the occasion why not ask Professor Snape to show you how to whip up a love potion? Mm-hmm. And while you're at it, Professor Flitwick knows more about en- entrancing enchantments than any wizard I've m- ever met. The sly old dog. The sly old <laughs> dog. What? He knows more about entrancing enchantments than any wizard Hello. I've ever met. Wow. What does that mean? And Professor Flitwick buried his face in his hands. Snape was looking as though the first person to ask him for a love potion would be force-fed poison. Right. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, in it's just so interesting how everything's all connected. So the dwarves then, I mean, once one of them tracks Harry down mm-hmm. later, that's where we're going to get Jenny Weasley embarrassed. Uh, and she's she's uh, she sent one to say something to, to Harry, right, to give him this, this Valentine. And so it's in the midst her. of all that commotion that yeah. the ink is spilled and draco is trying to to get it from him and um that he'll he'll learn something more about the Uh diary which which will kind of you know kind of clue him in on what to do thankfully draco didn't realize it wasn't he thought it was just harry's diary because it probably says like diary on um in the front right and he he didn't see it was tom riddle's diary do you think he would have recognized the name i don't know no do you think malfoy uh his father knows tom yeah he, yeah, he does, but he, he does because he put the diary in. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, but, I can't believe I just asked that. No, it's fine. It's, it's because <laughs> it's it, the question is how many people know and, and yeah. were they around during that time? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, even Hagrid calls him Lord Voldemort, or he who I'm sorry, yeah. actually he, he refrains from doing that as often yeah. as he can. Yeah. They won't even use his his name there, right? right? I mean, so he's just sort of done away with with the old idea of of Tom Riddle, mm-hmm. it's Dumbledore and Harry who keep it alive mm-hmm. for so many years, but his followers do know and they wouldn't dare say it if they were even heard saying his 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 former name uh i believe they'd be in a lot of trouble so yeah, yeah. uh now i know you guys have been waiting for this so he, so here it is 
His eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad. His hair is as dark as a blackboard. I wish he was mine. He's really divine. So, I don't know. I, I think I was supposed to change the way you... Um, the hero who conquered the dark the lord. The hero who conquered the dark lord. Oh my gosh. This is totally something a little you know, high schooler could have written. Or she's not a high schooler. But, but like, his eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad ridiculous <laughs> um but i i, I uh, d- did she write it herself or was I this just so. sort of like no i think she wrote it really okay okay, okay. Yeah, i wonder if i do um, think she wrote it oh my gosh and well, it makes me my heart sad because this is remind you she just got rid of the diary so this is one of the first couple of days she she remembered again like you know being present and mm-hmm. having control of her her bless her I love Jenny yeah. so much. It's and it's so sad. Let me say, you know. let me say this. So, poor little Jenny. His eyes are as green. Full stop. Right there. I always forget that it's the green flash. It's the green mm-hmm. Avada Kedavra that 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 he experiences when he's younger. His mother's eyes are green. Mm-hmm. His are green. Just a connection. Yeah. He's he becomes the the master of death. Yeah. The killing curse represents death a little bit his eyes Mm -hmm. are green it just you know all the different colors and the sim the symbolism and the different stuff that surrounds him Uh uh, and his hair is as dark as a blackboard and then we learn later tom riddle's hair is black yes as well just you know who you know who else is 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 black snapes oh my god and so i somebody saw I, i was i was scrolling through tiktok or shorts or whatever and i saw someone who had just finished the series and when he's when harry's at king's cross and he was like talking about the Patronus for Snape. It's like, it's a dope. Isn't that quite curious? And uh, and Dumbledore says something like, yeah. you know, hey, if you think about it, it's not really curious at all, right? Yeah. Gives him a little wink and it's sort of, and then the person's like, is is Snape Harry's father? I mean, they, they were like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Is he actually his father? I thought it was pretty funny because I was like, I mean, people could interpret it that way, you know? They I could. mean, but if you think about it, like how would have changed the story would have changed if Lily and Snape actually connected earlier on and Snape wouldn't have been, mm-hmm. you know, that. I, I mean, Lily liked Snape. So they totally could yeah. have ended up together if Snape hadn't chosen like to be that, you know, to, to go study the darks, dark, um, dark arts, dark arts. And well, I think it's his response it's to, to James. It's the way he responded yeah. and the way he. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 path he took. Um, that it's almost like an Anakin Padme thing, you know, where she's like, yeah. she's like, "You're going down a path I can't follow," and yeah. Snape was going down a path that she couldn't follow, really. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. You know. Otherwise, we got a different story here, folks. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. And, and then we basically get the idea that the, uh, w- you know, the there's a wrestling match essentially over some fairy stuff, and yeah. He he will um, disarm Draco. Actually, oh, first time he was right? watching uh, no, he Daddy watching. Snape. I mean, he was watching uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> he was watching Professor Snape, and he he disarmed him. He, he really yeah. he just watched him do that to Gilderoy. And he said, yeah. "I'm gonna give this a go." Yeah, natural. Yeah, boom, disarmed him. Is that the first time he used it? I, I was gonna say he did. Did he use it in the du- duel earlier on? I don't know. Dueling club. I have to go back and look there. Um, I'll, no, I'll type I it in search. I think the tickling here. charm is what he used. Yeah, I'll type it in search. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the first time that he uses yep. that himself, and it's to get Tom Riddle's diary back yeah. from. And that's the connection to later on when he gets I the know. other one. Wow! Well, and he disarms, yeah, Draco. Yep. 
So. Oh my! Wait, the yeah. person. Holy! It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, so we. Uh, it's good that we have Professor Lockhart because he taught him as well, huh? didn't he? Yeah, I mean, kind through of. sort of. I mean, Snape did. Snape did, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But Professor Locke, it was his idea to, to form the dueling right. club. So. Right. And that gives Harry the idea because he sees all his ink is, like you said, absorbed by the diary, but there's nothing. The diary is clean still. Mm-hmm. So something with that happened to that ink. And Harry's like, I have to try something and I have to do it without Ron because Ron doesn't believe in the diary and I want to just try it first. And this is one of the few times where Harry decides to go, you know, do something on his own without his best friend. And it reminds me a little bit of the time when he was um, trying, you know, he was like, I think the first time I used the invis- my father's invisibility cloak, I should do it on my own without Ron. He decides not to wake him up. He decides this is something he has to do alone. Right. And this is one of those times, I think. Right. Um, and the he tries uh writing something in the diary and finally it responds and it is so here's the thing it is the horcrux right it is the soul the piece of Voldemort's soul who communicates with harry through the diary right yeah interesting is the horcrux specially modified the horcrux that's in the diary versus all the horcruxes that are you know spe- for example the one that's in harry Mm-hmm. Does that is that because we sometimes wonder is it Voldemort's voice in Harry? Since the diaries Horcrux can communicate, can't Harry's Horcrux communicate? Well, you wonder. I mean, like all of them, we know the locket does communicate at one point, and but the way that it does, true, it's different. It's different, mm, and not through words. Exactly. Yeah, so it doesn't have to yeah. be through words. This is a diary where words right. are written, right? And, yeah, and actually, you're pulled into it, mm-hmm. uh, which which was interesting. Harry was sort of shocked that he could that he could do that. So it yeah. has, yeah, it has a, a power of some kind. You know, I almost wonder. Yeah, Jenny gets rid of it, throws it away, mm-hmm. and then she'll get it back later yeah but that's because she wanted to keep it from harry not because because she was worried she wanted to she was what she was wanting to help him mm-hmm. yeah so it wasn't really that Voldemort was still possessing her because right. he's still back he's still tied to the diary i was now was wondering if she was still possessed by him but she'll become possessed of it by him again later yeah so anyway yeah i, I uh i think they all kind of have their own different um ways that they can use their mm-hmm. object or manifest or or, or put out uh, energy and stuff like that so Bless you. <laughs> Got Sorry, that one before. On. <laughs> something mm. a little dusty in here. Something yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so Harry gets sucked in to Riddle's memory, and it's a little confusing to me because you get sucked into someone's memory, but yet you are alone with Professor Tippett, and Tom is not there yet. How is it Tom's memory if Tom isn't in the room yet? Hey, but it's okay. That's you know, it's a little. confusing to me but maybe maybe this is how tom imagined professor dippet waiting for him i don't know yeah before he walks in the room yeah yeah but professor dippet he get this he was what do you think how old he was we learned he looks really like fragile and old and yeah but what do you think how old he was 90 no younger 40 50 professor dippet became Headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in the early 20th century at over 200 years old. What? Yes. What? He was over 200 years old? Yeah. Dang. And he was possibly 
he may have immediately succeeded Phineas Nigelis Black as headmaster after his death in 1925. Hmm. Okay. If so, this is from the wiki. If so, Dippet would have sent students home early in the following year. Wait, I'm not going to... Is this... Like, hang on. Is this a spoiler for, for Hogwarts Legacy? I just got to make sure. Oh, no. This is in the Daily Prophet. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. So there's a Daily Prophet entry from November 1926 that states that Headmaster calls for emergency meeting with worried parents and that he sent students home early in the same year. Dippet is the only known male headmaster between Black and Dumbledore, although there may be other. Okay. So he sent him home early because, um, where is it? Because of Grindelwald says it on here. Okay. So that's crazy. If he, if it wasn't, yeah. So Professor Dippet probably succeeded um, Black, the one that we see in, in Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to, yeah, just wanted to read a little bit about it. There's not much known about him, though. In his article, um, we don't really know what he did before he became the headmaster. So I don't know. There was some room for uh, for more. Yeah. Uh, Professor, who was Armando Dippet? Yeah. So that's who, me- who we meet in, in Tom Riddle's um memory and Dippet likes likes Tom and he can feel the way he talks so so Tom he doesn't want the school to be closed that's like his biggest nightmare is Hogwarts is closed and he just has to live at the Muggle orphanage mm-hmm. and that's essentially why he stopped attacking people only because Hogwarts was threatened man the boundaries do your duty to your school right <laughs> yeah and he did he uh and he 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 thought how do I stop this? And how can I blame this on someone else? And ha- poor Hagrid was the perfect wi- victim because he had a giant spider pet. Mm-hmm. And this is where we follow Tom and Harry. And this is, I mean, Harry is, he follows and, and, and they're just waiting in the dark for a while. And like a great while where Harry's almost like, I want to go back home. How do I, g- how do I get back? Yeah. Well, yeah, and he knows that this is where Hagrid's coming by here. So Riddle's clearly been tracking Hagrid and knows something interesting about him. I mean, he's fascinated by dark arts, dark creatures, the basilisk anyway, so that there's a connection between um, Aragog and, and Basilisk, right? So he's he's fascinated by that, I feel like. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. he kn- he's waiting on old Hagrid to come by and yeah. knows, he, hey, I got somebody right here I can pin this on, mm-hmm. which is great. He's got this little backup plan. I think he didn't realize that, oh, this is going to shut down the school. Yeah. Oh, I need to. It's it's one of those impulsive teenage things where it's like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But then I don't realize the consequences of it mm-hmm. and what this could all, what this could all mean. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hagrid, so he finds Hagrid and Hagrid is like, no, you know, like that's not true. He truly thinks that Tom thinks it was him. So he's not, he doesn't know that Tom is actually just trying to get, you know, have no, him Hagrid thinks that Tom really thinks. Yeah he did this and he's, he's he, he knows he didn't he also can probably see like i know i'm doing something wrong here but it wasn't me mm-hmm. right that's where you get some people wrongly convicted of something yeah we they look suspicious they're doing something that that could be against the rules so hey let's go ahead and throw a few more things at him i bet if he was doing that he also is the yeah. person who ended up killing myrtle and this creature uh is, is responsible for it and so you because of because of the 
I don't know, life that you're living, yeah. you get lumped into this, this e- is easily characterized as the bad you know, person or you get, you get, yeah, associated with a crime you didn't do. So I'm trying to say. That's a totally, totally a connection to Newt's commander mm-hmm. who also, but he did that, you know, on his own will. He decided to protect yeah. Lita, I think. Right, right. Anyway, so um, Hagrid's like, no, it wasn't him, you know, like he tries to convince Tom he would never do such a thing. And Riddle is like, stand aside. And he draws out his wand. His spell lit the corridor with a sudden flaming light. The door behind the large boy flew open with such force it knocked him into the wall opposite. And out of it came something that made Harry let out a long piercing scream, but no one heard it. A vast, a vast, low slung, hairy body, not Harry, but hairy hairy body body. and a tangle of black legs a gleam of many eyes and a pair of razor sharp pincers riddle raised his wand again but he was too late the thing bowed him over as it scuttled away tearing up the tearing up the (laughs) corridor and out of sight riddle scrambled to his feet looking after it he raised his wand but the huge boy leapt on him seized his wand and threw him back down yelling no hagrid just tackled lord voldemort yeah awesome and the scene world the darkness became complete harry felt himself falling and with a crash he landed spread eagled on his four poster in the gryffindor dormitory riddle's di- riddle's diary lying open on his stomach mm. do you think harry's body was there the whole time oh yeah he was just it was just his his spirit yeah, that was I, traveling. I know they they kind of you could make it seem like he was sucked in and then he, mm-hmm. then he came back out or whatever because it's magic. But yeah, I feel like yeah, it, probably yeah. if somebody was, came into the room, it was just Harry I laying think on his bed. You'd see his eyes closed and you'd see yeah. his, his yeah. Uh, underneath his his eyelids him just flickering back and forth and seeing yeah. stuff. You know. Okay. So yeah, it was Hagrid. Ron Hagrid <laughs> opened the Chamber of Secrets fifty years ago. Yeah, that's what they think, and they're shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked. I would be shocked too. Hagrid, you know, come on. Imagine someone who's very dear to your heart and and remind you know like remember Hagrid is like a father figure to Harry. When mm-hmm. he stepped into his life, he told him you're a wizard. He took him to Diagon Alley. He, I don't know. He essentially told him about his parents and everything. Like it's yeah. really it must be so shocking for Harry. You know, I, I I gotta say though, I this this whole story and I've mentioned it since we started it is mm-hmm. is like Hagrid didn't do it. And sometimes in our, whether it's our justice system or whatever, or just in society and things, people do exactly what we were just talking about, which is like, well, this guy seems strange. He likes spiders. Nobody likes spiders. Right. And right. he's he's got these monster spiders. Clearly, he's a bad dude. Yeah. And so, therefore, we need to... And there's um, no evidence. And there's no, there's nothing. Yeah. It's just sort of like, nope, I think so. I saw it. And then yeah. surely it is, it's, it's Tom Riddle who's actually did it and is trying to you know blame this person that happens all the time yeah people it is crazy and yeah i don't know i just always feel for haggard right here because he's got to deal with this and he's dealt with it for years it changed his life forever and that's what i just think is crazy it's so sad and so radical and i'm so happy for haggard i'm I'm so happy that we cheer for him later on Mm -hmm. and we want him to become more because people's lives their sanity and different things get taken from them because someone decided to have a bad day or to cast blame or to just flat out lie and and it's just it's despicable yeah so i don't know and excuse me to say this but 
the Wizarding Worlds, at least in Britain, the justice system is terrible. Because this is not the only incident where they don't really have any evidence. Mm-hmm. And they send somebody to Azkaban without evidence. They send someone for 12 years to Azkaban without yeah. any evidence, which is serious black. Yeah. It's yep. just nuts. And they wanted to... Harry, like, you know, it's just a vote. Like, I mean, do you believe... I don't know. There's not much... Like, the the trial that we see Harry go through, mm-hmm. it's terrible. He doesn't get to say anything. Fudge is just like... He can try... He can make it sound like... Harry did it on purpose and there were no dementors and Harry doesn't really get a chance and has it not had it not been for Mrs. Fig he totally would have been convicted yeah and, and the wit of of Dumbledore to step in there and and have a defense and to point out that there are things you know I know you're you're thinking of your TikTok where Cornelius Fudge is about to uh ex- expel Harry and then in walks Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah, it's a great little TikTok uh, Lottie made. Oh my gosh. Go, go check it out. It's, it's just funny. one of those TikToks where I'm like, I think this is hilarious. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to say this. I'm not, I don't think like I'm the funniest person in the whole wide world, but I think this is funny. It's absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I, I do too. So anyway okay well friends as we said before i think we're going to be saving some of our our harry potter hangout stuff for Mm -hmm. um chat for the next book so we're in chapter 13 now but as we get towards the end of chamber of secrets we're going to be doing a lot more harry potter theories and hangout and stuff like that so be looking forward to that as we yeah i was was, i've been waiting to cover this chapter forever because it's like crazy how much you know like how the the normalcy of the life of life at Hogwarts, like Hogwarts has been through a lot this year, and finally some normalcy mm-hmm. is back to the castle, and and Lockhart tries to celebrate it like yeah. a normal holiday, and it's just yeah. so cute. I think it's adorable. Um, and then at the same time, we find out so much that is so important for the rest of the series. It's mm-hmm. like crazy, yeah. How much? Yes, yeah, it's, it's all chapter. it's all woven into one chapter, like you said. So there's. There's just because I wonder what the older students did with the with the dwarves. Did they did they have fun? Oh did, my did, gosh. Did, did Percy you know recruit one of them to? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He did right. And so I, I don't think honestly, like I think I, even a couple of teachers would have been like, "This is a cool idea. Cute. This is cute." And Lockhart, yeah. you know, was behind it, and therefore it's popular yeah. and and everything. So uh, the teachers who have been there the longest, they don't. That's another thing too. A good commentary that yeah. they don't like the change. This yeah. is not how we do things oh, here. Yeah. How dare you bring a new idea right? to our school? Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy. That that happens in my own building. It's wild. It happens everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's like you said, it's full of um the daily life of, of Hogwarts and some cute stuff between Ron and Hermione and mm-hmm. Harry and Jenny. Uh and that's another parallel, right? Just the parallel that's the structure of that, that Jenny is sort of you know, connecting with Harry and Ron is the one who brings the books for, for Hermione yeah. and is checking in on her. So all good. And then yeah. tons of stuff, as you said, uh, for the future of the series, which is yeah. just major. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Before we come to an end here, I wanted to read, and um, this is from last week, but still, I wanted to thank Jack for writing in again. Uh, Jack wrote us a little owl that says, Hi, Ez and Lottie. I was listening to your most recent podcast about the Dueling Club, and I had a thought about Snape. Snape has probably been in some serious duels, but they would have been when he was a Death Eater. The duels could have been against the Order of the Phoenix. Crazy to think about him having been in possible life or death duels against Mad-Eye, Lupin, and our Sirius, and then eventually ending up on the same side. Best Jack. Wow. 
What do you think about that? I hadn't thought about that, actually. Yeah, how how deep was he in with, uh, with, with Voldemort, and did he... Mm-hmm. I don't know that he would be... Yeah, it's possible. It is possible that he yeah. could have been dueling some of them you know they wear the mask and so you can't mm-hmm. always tell who's who like we were talking about the uh, pruitt brothers and right. dalahoff is is one that's uh, somehow identified and is charged with the crime but they dueled five yeah. of those of those death eaters was one of them lucius malfoy you know was one of them snape uh you know what i'm saying like who, who, yeah. who knows at what point in time did he join that group and how long was the order fighting and when did uh when did certain individuals come into that's a that's a lot of unknown. I think people have talked about wanting to get more from the first that that first war, right? Mm-hmm. They they wanted to get more from that, and um, yeah. they would love to see like the Marauders, and then learn more about their time. Yeah, so all of those things would be really fascinating to to go back and learn about. Because you you're right, he's right. It could Snape could have been. Um, yeah, I think so. There's not much known about what snape's role exactly was during that time especially mm. like the the most um significant thing he did was spy on trelawney and dumbledore's mm-hmm. um the prophecy essentially the right. conversation they had um and besides i i feel like he would have been more of a spy mm-hmm. even though he is a really good duelist right because i know when they have the uh the trials later on they do mention uh, like like Snape's name is thrown out there mm-hmm. that he was once a Death Eater and they're, they're, you're calling you're naming names and people who should be convicted of crimes and Dumbledore steps up and said yeah it's it's known that he was a spy for Lord Voldemort but he turned uh, against him and became spy for us so double yeah. agent uh, if you will but who knows though if he was out there and had to prove his like early on before he's spying you know before he gains his position as uh, potions master or something Mm -hmm. or does that or no was he it was he yeah actually hold on because then he then he he, when does he start as potions master is Uh, that when he's turned don't know jack oh i was wondering like there is not really like for for the first wizarding war you know how there's in the second wizarding war like the battles of the seven potters Mm mm-hmm or the battle of the astronomy tower or the battle of hogwarts but there's no real like i just read about how there was how voldemort tried to overthrow the ministry the first time and like openly you know the second time he's more like in the dark and like trying to yeah just has like little puppets in the ministry and puppets and at school eventually but the first time he tried it openly to attack everybody and overrule the the ministry and just be the supreme ruler essentially um so so there was a i think a battle at the ministry right so just and also just to clarify something i was saying earlier Mm -hmm. so he becomes the potions master in 1981 harry is born in 1980 so he becomes the potions master afterwards so he was out there when he when he did the spying i don't know if that was at the the the, where was that at that was at uh, aberforth's you know, yep. yes. establishment, the hogshead. So. Yeah. Interesting. Because Aberforth threw him out before he could hear the full prophecy. Mm-hmm. They caught him. Anyway. um, Yeah. So we don't really know how much he was involved in fighting, but you would think if they attacked the ministry that, that Voldemort was, would, like, bring his best forces for that, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Minister Jenkins was the minister at the time. He was ill-prepared to lead during the wartime, and it seemed that the ministry was incapable of gaining the upper hand. Voldemort himself personally killed hundreds of wizards, though he tended to only fight those he considered worthy of his attention or too powerful for his followers to defeat. In these encounters, he displayed his extraordinary abilities, many of which were thought impossible, and he very quickly earned the reputation of the most powerful and dangerous dark wizard of all time, surpassing even Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, cool. That's really, really interesting to think about. It doesn't, again, it doesn't say much. It just essentially says that he was, uh, he, he became an active Death Eater and was one of Snape's biggest... Uh, or one of Snape's biggest contributions was just letting Voldemort know about the prophecy mm. and and the, and the spying bit. So whether he whether he did some fighting, I imagine he did. That's that leaves it open to say, okay, he did. That's just a big contribution. But he was out with those other bullies and thugs, and and mm-hmm. uh, probably did. I don't know. You know, he probably was involved in some duels. So thanks, Jack. And it didn't look really good for so Dumbledore is the one who formed the order, right? Uh, the first time, Order of the Phoenix. And it looked like they were not very successful because it was then... Yeah, things weren't going well. No, basically it was when he tried to kill the Potters is when he fell and everything turned. Mm -hmm. But before that, that it wasn't looking good for them. (laughs) Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. Hey, again, feel free to uh, send us an owl anytime. We love... I love talking about extra stuff like that, you yeah. know, different thoughts that come to mind or, or whatever. So especially as we get into the third book, we're going to be uh, expanding that section a little bit where we talk about your your owls or we talk about something from Harry Potter Hangout and we'll do full on episodes uh, with with those as well. And we're going to read some comments from from YouTube, uh, which which but they're great. Some of the comments are yeah. awesome. And some of the comments have actually spurred on more ideas and more thoughts and more videos. So we'll read those and get your guys's thoughts there. But yeah. All right, friends. Well, that is all for this week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Baboons. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Leave us that review. Follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. And if you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You'll find all the links down below. And thank you so much to all our current, current, current patrons. We appreciate you to the moon and back. And don't forget, you can still enter our giveaway by leaving us a review on Apple. And yeah, you can uh, win the Order of the Phoenix, the illustrated version. That's like the biggest prize we have for you guys. And the chances are pretty good because we will um, we will give away five prizes for the first 50 reviews. So enter your name a couple times and your chances are high to win one of those awesome books and maybe a t-shirt designed Next week, we will be back with our reread of Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets, dissecting chapter 14, Cornelius Fudge. So make sure you tune back in next time. And until then, have a great rest of your week. I'm just kidding. It's not next week. It's like in two hours. We'll talk about Cornelius Fudge. So for you guys, it's next week. So thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.